present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Nittleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us this week at the Belgrade Theatre in Coventry. Actually, we were supposed to be at the Coventry Theatre Belgrade. <laughs> but RAF Bomber Command got there first. <laughs> Coventry enjoys several royal connections. Mary Queen of Scots was held here and was given a small dog which she took with her to the Tower of London. The animal was there at her grisly end, even as the axe fell. Then a witness shouted, Fetch! <laughs> Another, another famous event here was a duel between Coventry's sheriff, the Earl of Hereford, who challenged the Duke of Norfolk. When the latter arrived at the city gate in search of a bride, he was called by Hereford, who asked, Identify yourself and state your intentions towards my daughter. The gauntlet was cast down after the reply, Norfolk and good. <laughs> Amongst its many other uh, amongst its uh, many other attractions, the modern city is rightly proud of its Herbert Museum. But that's not the only place visitors can come to see a bunch of old Herberts. Let's <laughs> let's meet the teens. Please, on my left, Graham Garden and Barry Cry. And on my right, Tony Hawks and Timbrook Taylor. And ready to watch the scores and eager as ever to get them down on the desk next to me. Please welcome the delightful Samantha. Okay, our first round is all about totally misleading advice, so brace yourselves for non-stop side-splitting comedy. <laughs> there must be many more examples than that one, teams. So I'd like your suggestions, please, of advice that would be misleading for a first-time visitor to our shores when attending church or other religious events or occasions here. And Barry, will you start, please? During Mass, when the incense holder is swung, the congregation should shout, Darling, your handbag's on fire. <laughs> Tim, you'll find a handy wash basin inside every door. <laughs> Graham? Don't be too greedy when they pass round the plate. <laughs> Tony. When the organ stops playing, all move chairs. <laughs> you will find uh, last night's lottery numbers on a board above your head. When the vicar says any just cause or impediment, the congregation should shout, she's a slapper. <laughs> Roman Catholics are a friendly bunch. <laughs> you, can even, you can even have a chat through the grill in the toilet cubicle. <laughs> Tears at funerals are considered to be a sign of weakness. 
<laughs> jumping up and down and clapping is viewed more favourably. <laughs> and when the vicar says ashes to ashes, you reply, funk to funky, we know Major Tom's a jungle. <laughs> Remember to spit the wine out before identifying it. <laughs> <laughs> if the priest should say there's something wrong with this microphone, the congregation should say, and also with you. <laughs> The teams are going to sing for us now in a round called One Song to the Tune of Another. It's a, it's a game of such pure simplicity that to offer an explanation would be an insult to the intelligent mind. So teams, what happens is... You'll each be allocated a song from which you'll take the words and discard the tune. It might help to think of it as separating an egg. The shell is the song containing the words or yolk and the tune or white. The yolk can be combined with milk, sugar and flour to make custard, a complete change of combination, but still food, while the white is thrown away, although personally I think that's a waste, and I like, I like to use it to make a light, fluffy souffle. <laughs> Try it with grated fresh parmesan, or if you can't get... If you can't get fresh parmesan, a hard cheddar will do. And there you have it, two meals but very different, even though they come from the same shell. Now, I can see you're way ahead of me, teams. You're thinking, what about the possibility of salmonella poisoning? <laughs> well, every egg-based meal carries the risk of being spoiled by a stomach-churning, bowel-exploding little germ. <laughs> yes, there's always something to worry about. And we have Colin Sell at the panel. Okay, Barry, we'll start with you. Will you sing the words of Talk to the Animals from Dr. Doolittle to the tune of You'll Never Walk Alone? If we could talk to the animals, just imagine it. Chatting to a chimp in chimpanzee. Imagine talking to a tiger, chatting to a cheetah. What a neat achievement it would be. If we could talk to the animals, learn their languages, maybe take an animal degree. We'd study alphabet and eagle, buffalo and Guinea pig and flea. We would converse in polar bear and python. Okay. Okay, Tim now, would you please sing the words of Eric Clapton's song Cocaine to the tune of The Sun Has Got His Hat On? If you want to hang out, you've got to take her out. Cocaine, if you want to get down, get down on the ground. She don't lie, she don't lie, she don't like cocaine. If you've got bad news, you want to kick 
them blues. Cocaine when your day is done and you've got to run. Cocaine, she don't lie, she don't lie, she don't lie, look at game. If your thing is gone and you want to ride on cocaine, don't forget this fact, cocaine, she don't lie, she don't lie, cocaine. <laughs> Tony, would you please sing the words of the Sex Pistols' Anarchy in the UK to the tune of I Could Have Danced All Night. I am an antichrist I am an anarchist Don't know what I want But I know how to get it I want to destroy the passerby Because I want to be anarchy no dog's body in the city it's the only way to be is this the mpla i thought it was the uk or just another country another council tennessee i want to be an anarchist get pissed Okay, Graham now, would you please sing the words of George Formby's When I'm Cleaning Windows to the tune of Walking in the Air from the Snow. <laughs> now I go cleaning windows <laughs> to earn an honest bar. For a nosy parker, it's an interesting job. <laughs> Now it's a job that just suits me, a window cleaner you would be. If you can see what I can see when I'm cleaning windows. <laughs> Honeymooning couples too, you should see them bill and coo. You'd be surprised at things they do when I'm cleaning windows in my profession. I'll work hard, but I'll never stop. I'll climb this blinking ladder till I get right to the top. Let's revive a truly classic game now called Dropping Things. This is where the teams are blindfolded and have to identify things being dropped. <laughs> the show, with any luck. <laughs> I brought along a selection of common or garden objects to be dropped for the team's delight. As each object is dropped, the team should attempt to guess what it is and make a note of it on the paper provided. Okay, teams, don blindfolds. Yes, Tim. Don Blindfolds, Australian fast bowler of the 50s. <laughs> okay, let the dropping commence. If you're ready, teams, the first object is being dropped now. Object number one. <laughs> I think you've just dropped your fee for the series. <laughs> okay, jot, jot it down. Jot it down. Uh, Here's object number two. Oh, oh Lord. 
Do you want us to write the answers down? Because I can't see anything. <laughs> Don't write it there, Tony. Right. Oh. <laughs> object. Here's object number wait a minute, one, two, three. Oh. oh. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> oh. One little shake and it'll be all over. <laughs> Have you got that down? Okay. Said that about here's... the Gulf War. <laughs> Ready for the next one? Here's the next one. I don't know what that was. I know what it landed on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have, have you written it down? I have now. Oh, good. Mm. And finally, another one. You're right, Colin. <laughs> You're certainly improving, Colin. <laughs> Can we take our masks off yes? <laughs> yes, you may, right now. All done? Yeah. Good yeah. Lord. Good no. heavens, did I write that? Great. It's time now for the next round, which is... Uh, <laughs> a, a backward general knowledge quiz. It's called, What's the Question? In this round... The questions are the answers to questions, and the teams have to answer with the questions to the answers. <laughs> this is a lateral thinking exercise of the type devised by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle for his Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson characters. An obvious pastime for two men who share a West End flat as they sit around in tasseled caps and silk dressing gowns. <laughs> for example, Holmes might say, I deduce the answer to be a limping Scotsman in gumboots on a muddy slope in the Hindu Kush, reading the Times obituary column. And Watson would quick as a flash say, Holmes, have you been at the opium again? <laughs> okay, now Tony, we'll start with you. What question might get this answer? I'm still alive. What will you hear after Geoffrey Archer's cremation? <laughs> right answer is, what were Caligula's last words? <laughs> Barry, now, here's the answer. What's the question? A black and white cat. Um, what pet could be called barcode? And as everyone here knows, it's, uh, the question is, what is Postman Pat's pet? Graham, here's one for you. Put a tiger in your tank. How do you deal with a wild goat attacking your pet fish? <laughs> the answer is, what was the advertising slogan for Esso? Tim, wooden false teeth. Wooden false teeth. What do you get if you don't go private? The uh, correct uh, question is, what unusual feature did George Washington have? Um. <laughs> you learn on this program. Yeah. You do. <laughs> Educational. Yeah. You go out from this program saying, that's taught me a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know now why he cut down the cherry tree anyway.
Tony, Michael Tibbet. How do you explain to Mr. Parkinson how to use a teapot? <laughs> The answer is, name a composer whose pieces are famously difficult to play. <laughs> Barry, clickety-click. <laughs> what do you hear when the Queen Mother sits down? <laughs> the answer was, of course, the bingo call for 66. Graham, nearly 200 times a second. How often does a goldfish try to remember its name? <laughs> Goats keep putting it off. <laughs> the question should be, how many times does the ordinary housefly beat its wings? Jim, there's no mention of cats. What's different about the mouse version of these are a few of my favourite things? <laughs> and the correct uh, question is, how many times are cats mentioned in the King James Bible? <laughs> They're Tony, just... here's one for you. Ten times the size. <laughs> what do you get if you sigh in an echo chamber? <laughs> and the right question is, how much bigger than Great Britain is Greenland? And finally... Oh. Oh. <laughs> finally, Barry, feet first with your buttocks clenched together. What's the best way to get through supermarket sweep? <laughs> well, the, r the right question is, what's the best way to enter water from a great height? <laughs> <laughs> okay, teams, let's play Cheddar Gorge. Oh, just one of countless games based around British place names. There's also Biggles Wade, which involves crossing rivers dressed as a fictional air ace. <laughs> Cardigan Bay, where the players knit woolen garments for brown horses. And of course, we mustn't forget that old favourite Burnham on Sea, a hilarious game played in coastal crematoria. Okay, I'd like the teams to embark on a sentence, please, uttering one word each at a time. The object is not to complete the sentence. If a full stop is reached, you'll hear this. As <laughs> Samantha tweaks my horn. Tim, I'd like you... <laughs> Tim, I'd like you to start, please. This week's subject is my favourite joke. Uh, there was this bunch of drunken sailors who went to... The little house on <laughs> the corner of the next but one street which was near the largest and probably the widest, although <laughs> some of the sailors were in doubt about some of the people who were measuring the <laughs> cloaks of all the people who wore the <laughs> trousers 
which were baggy. Sorry, what was that? Baggy. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't uh, calling you. <laughs> <laughs> and quite trim, yet strangely <laughs> in collusion with <laughs> one of the nuns. Comma, <laughs> who never drove out of the comma, <laughs> the comma, <laughs> a challenge van, you could say, the, <laughs> the comma van. <laughs> ah, bit slow there. Over the edge of the nearest and Somehow, <laughs> strangely, above the only comatose person remaining in the adjacent. <laughs> oh, I've got to finish it. Nunnery, damn. <laughs> Is that really your favourite joke, Comfort? <laughs> Musician's humour, they're yeah. different. It's only one he can remember. <laughs> it's time for another musical round now. This one is where the teams duet to combine the chirpy rasp of the kazoo with the ethereal ululation of the swanny whistle. Ah, swanny and kazoo. Two words that go together like Burke and Hare, Humpty and Dumpty, or Richard and Judy. <laughs> Musical accompaniment at the piano will be provided by Colin Sell. These days, we only really know Colin for his work at the piano. But as a young lad, he cut his teeth on the harmonica. <laughs> Until his teacher explained he wasn't supposed to chew it. <laughs> Barry and Graham, you're to start, and I'd like you to provide a rendition of Goody Goody, and it's to feature Barry Cryer on the kazoo and Graham Garden on the swanny whistle. <laughs> That piano's out of tune. <laughs> You now, Tim and Tony, would you please provide a rendition of Sonny and Cher's I Got You, Babe, featuring Tony Hawks on the kazoo and Tim Brooke Taylor on the swanny whistle. Oh, <laughs> 
can't get the paper now, can you, Tony? <laughs> Well, I see it's very nearly the end of the show, but it's just time to squeeze in a round of Fisherman's Radio Times. Samantha has to nip off to the coast now for a spot of lobster fishing with some lads on their boat. They never forget where they've dropped their pots because it's where Samantha tossed a large boy over the side. <laughs> so, team, suggestions, please, of TV and radio listings... So, teams, suggestions, please, of TV and radio listings likely to appear in a limited edition of the Radio Times, intended especially for fishermen. Tony, will you start, please? Live and kicking, so chuck it back in. <laughs> An audience with Cliff Pilchard. <laughs> the good old dace. <laughs> now on UK Goldfish. Sorry? <laughs> question of Sprat. <laughs> Any regional programs from Wales? Starfish in their eyes, followed by Blind Hake. Last night of the prawns, with Dietrich Fischer Discow singing salmon chanted evening, with the orchestra conducted by Halibut Van Karajan. Blue Peter, don't forget your stickleback plastic. <laughs> Alan Fishmart and Charlie Haddock in Grand Bait. <laughs> A documentary about the question that fish are always asking themselves. Who wants to be a breathing air? <laughs> a hook at bedtime. <laughs> the Brill. The Coral Maze. Changing Worms. <laughs> Clam Busters. Guppy the Vampire <laughs> And so, ladies and gentlemen, as the elegant swan of time glides onto the bank of destiny, while the rescue dinghy of hope crashes into the first floor of the post office... I notice it's the end of the show. So from the team, Samantha, myself and the good folk of Coventry, it's goodbye. Barry Fire, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor and Tony Fawkes have been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson and the producer was John Naismith.